0: 8.46, Zhang Huang, Independent Legal Researcher at LawCon LLC. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. And with National Liberation Day falling yesterday, firstly, I hope everyone enjoyed a day off, but it's also an opportunity for us to to reflect a little further, especially for expats here who may not have followed... uh, current politics very deeply or indeed Korean history leading up to this, that the backdrop of of why it's so divisive, the serious debate that divides progressives and conservatives over whether August 15th should also be known as National Foundation Day. In 1945, August 15th, Japan formally surrendered to the Allies and that ended colonial rule for Korea. So we call it National Liberation Day in English. Um, But then again, three years later... In 1948, on August 15th, the first South Korean government came into being after a three-year American military period of occupa- occupation. So you might think, well, hang on, that settles the dispute. But there are those, uh, many in fact, who say Foundation Day uh, came into being many, even decades earlier. So, Jung Hwang, over to you. What What is the argument uh, about August 15th? So this is actually a
1: sort of a minority opinion in Korea. I mean, the formal name for the August fifteenth is just National Liberation Day, and conservatives have kind of argued this position for about the past fifteen years, saying that you know if you they basically point to the international law concept of what constitutional nation, and usually you know the one of the you sort of have to have at least three things: one is territory, government, and people, and of course you know because of the colonial rule and uh, the American military occupation. Those three factors did not exist for South Korea until August 15th, 1948. So, therefore, conservatives claim the Republic of Korea came into being on that day, and therefore, August 15th should also be known as National Foundation Day.
0: A lot of this also ties in, though, doesn't it, to um, the division of the Koreas? Of course, yes. So, if we're going to say that uh, a kind of new republic of Korea was founded much earlier under Japanese colonial rule as a as a break from the the Joseon period before that that's right then we we have to say well that involves the whole of the peninsula in a sense exactly be- yeah. because it wasn't until much later that we had this north-south division yeah I mean a couple of things to point out is that current
1: uh, Korean constitution doesn't even ex- acknowledge the existence of North Korea I mean if you look at the current uh, the, the, the Korean constitution Korea is defined as territorially the entire Korean peninsula as if North Korea really doesn't exist and also in the, in the preamble of the current Korean constitution the Korean government is supposed to be a direct sort of a successor not even a successor but it's, it's sort of you know t- getting the baton t- t- from the provisional Korean government uh, that was that exists in Shanghai ever since 1919 and another factor to consider is that the 1948 the establishment of the South Korean government and also a few a couple of weeks later North Korean government was also, uh, also established which by the way North Korea actually celebrates uh, the, the September 9th for their own foundation day that is that was actually a very very unpopular the decision in, in Korea I mean, you know, this is a nation that just came out of colonial rule in th- uh, f- uh, f- three years ago and suddenly was divided by north and south occupied by Soviet new- Soviet army and uh, US army. So it was, you know, the fact that this was a new nation wasn't really a, that, that celebratory thing from a historical point of view.
0: So important to consider all of those factors exactly. when 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 you could just in very cold light say well of course we're going to st- to the start date at the moment of division, but not so clear at all when you view that context. What about international law? Is that helpful at all? And this is sort of a kind of a crux of the argument
1: in the sense that conservatives sort of use that argument saying that, hey, international law says this, so therefore this is a slam dunk argument. But on the other hand, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, one thing you have to understand about international law is that it it's, sometimes it really doesn't have a really binding force. The three factors that they cite is basically using the international community to went to recognize the nation. And what we're trying to do is, as a nation of Korea, what day should we celebrate and should we even have a national uh, uh, national foundation day? And that really has nothing to do with international law in the sense that I mean, we're not asking other people to say that Republic of Korea existed ever since 1919. It, it, it is a question of what national holiday to, uh, to celebrate. Uh, I guess, so of so, uh, a similar analogy to make here, is that in France, the Bastille Day is celebrated a lot, and that's the day that, you know, the French uh, sort of regarded as the first day of French Revolution. But French Republic wasn't really established after a year after the Bastille Day, and France doesn't actually really celebrate the, the foundation of their first republic all that much, although the Bastille Day is a big national holiday. In the same way, I think, you know, one way to really look at August 15th is not really look at the international uh, the law about what constitution nation, but... You know what, as a country, Korea, and most of its people, wants to celebrate, and uh, for the time being, apart from the international law argument, there is no real consensus that August 15th should be the National Foundation Day.
0: We should perhaps also point out, for just clarity here, that Gwangbokjeol, the name of yesterday's holiday, doesn't translate as Liberation Day either. That's right. Mm It literally means Restoration
1: of Light Day. And restoration of light, it doesn't quite mean that, you know, the nation was founded, but it's emerging from the colonial rule, which is why the, in English, the usual translation for the holidays, National Liberation Day, not, and although it happens to fall under the same day that, you know, South, for South Korean government was founded, people don't really look at that as the, you know, the holiday that celebrates the foundation of the South Korean government.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't quite match the meaning of emerging from darkness does it um does it also matter hugely where you stand on this issue uh how you view the careers and, and how you view certain key figures in the post-world war Two era um but coming back to the Koreas thing you know like whether you just view south korea south korea or whether you still maintain this hope for a unified peninsula
1: I think it definitely does. And it it has sort of become a litmus test between conservatives and progressives. And just yesterday, you know, actually the ruling party and the opposition party were sniping at each other about whether to call this National Foundation Day. So, again, this was sort of a low-level debate that goes on every year. And next year, today, well, this year, if there was, if if we do celebrate the National Foundation Day, this will be the 70th anniversary. Next year will be a centennial for the. First movement, which also led directly led to founding of the Shanghai provisional government. So all those historical uh, currents that really, you know, lead up to the current uh, conservative versus like a progressive landscape in Korea really does shape the current
0: uh, the debate. And I said how you view certain key figures like Seung so- Ri would potentially be one of those, right? Exactly. And, you know, Seung min
1: for those of you who don't know uh, uh, recent Korean history, was the first Korean president and he's also a hugely divisive figure as well. His conduct during Korean War has come under a lot of attack and ultimately his uh, administration, which, you know, started from 1948 to 1960, was fraught with corruption and ultimately led to the national protest uh, pro- protest movement, which led to him resigning and actually, you know, fleeing Korea and dying in disgrace in hawaii and if you think if you think that you know korean presence stepping down after a mass protest is a recent phenomenon it really is not i mean you know korea actually has a long history since 1960
0: i think many of us would have great sympathy for some of the points you've put forward today uh considering the r- rather challenging circumstances say the least of the 20th century and uh, the the forcible nature of having to look outside south korea to 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 bring about this idea of a foundation. But as time goes on, is it inevitable that more people will start to think of 1948 as a starting point, especially if, say, 100 years from now, it's still South and North Korea and, and two countries with very distinct identities? Well, I, I think that will co- come down to
1: kind of a what historic ultimate historical judgment in South Korea about the first Republic of Korea government is, and also Seung Man as you mentioned. I mean, a uh, good comparison would be North Korea. I mean, North Korea had sort of, you know, continuous, you know, Kim Il-sung and his, prode- uh, his, his progeny's continuous rule ever since 1948, and which is why, you know, they've always celebrated their own national foundation's day. It's one of their biggest uh, the national holidays, which is sort of currently shaping when you know, President Moon Jae-in and Kim Jong-un is going to meet, you know, so, sort of mm-hmm. around that, you know, around that date. And, you know, for North Korea, for the sake of legitimacy of their government, it, there's, it's perfectly fine to celebrate September 9th, uh, the National Foundation Day. But for South Korea, you know, we h- haven't really come to grips of how to really think about sung Man or Park Jong-un, for that matter. So I think, you know, it, this will continue to be a, a, a continuous historical debate.
0: And it takes us into a whole other area of discussion that we can't touch on now but can we really see the kim dynasty being alive in 100 years time and can the koreas find economic reasons to join together even if there aren't those close blood ties quite possibly especially based on what president moon was also saying in his address yesterday about a northeast asian bloc john Huang, thanks for helping us get up close today thank you very much